0: Thank you.
1: welcome into prime time tv i'm barbara marvel Kelly. with me is my husband partner best friend you name it dennis kelly hi
2: hi good being here again hello audience
1: (laughs) so 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 you are now excuse me i have to check my mic because you might not be Oh, oh that's my pack hang up bear with me this is a live show right nope i'm not muted yeah Anyway, uh, we're going to check this out because you're not hearing me. So I'm going to let you go ahead and talk and tell us about why being 80 is so absolutely fantastic.
2: Well, uh, being 80 is fantastic because you made it that far.
1: (laughs) That's a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah, because there's so many, I think anybody can think back that's 80, 85, 90 years of age where there's been a situation in their life where the life depended on it. I've had a lot of those and I feel that when you go through things like a life threatening thing that it it educates you a little bit more, you get a little bit more experience in how to handle setbacks and things like that or near misses as I call it. So it makes it makes a big difference by looking at it. I made it that far great and thank God for all the things that they given. He's given you, and uh, you know it. It sometimes it's hard to decipher. Well, how many years do I have left? How many years do I feel that I can live comfortably? And I think the key, the keynote is there is not how long we're going to live, but how healthy we're going to live. Good point. You know, you can accumulate large sums of money. Uh, some money, large amounts of money. But the thing is, you never see a Brinks truck following a funeral procession.
1: <laughs> That's a good one.
2: Yeah, so it, it's it's a life from a standpoint. I made it 80 wonderful, thankful years, and I'm going to do everything I can to keep the quality of health. Because I don't think anybody wants to be on this earth if they're, if they're a burden to someone. You know, if they. Uh, if they uh, have obstacles that they have to overcome that even a young person might be difficult. So those are some of the drawbacks. Of course, one thing about when you get up to 80, 90 years, you don't have much peer pressure.
1: That's a good one, Kelly. Yeah. That is a really good one. But you know what? I really like what you said about the quality of life. In case you happen to be a new viewer watching the show today on primetime, my husband just turned 80 last week on the 29th of March, and we call it 80 years young. Today, I really wanted to dedicate this hour to basically the wisdom of the ages that I've learned from my husband, and hundreds and thousands of people have learned as well from my husband from being on numerous talk shows, by being on the Home Shopping Network, actually retailing your program, to right here on WeBeam TV. Our mission is to share the secret. Six Steps to the Fountain of Youth, which is outlined in your book. And of course, you can get that on Dennis-Kelly.com. And I'm only telling you that not to sell you a bunch of books, but just I know that people want to know the secrets. And today, I ask you if, you, if we could find your 120 accolades. And I remember when I first met you, you had accolades on, just handwritten on a poster board on the wall and I wanted to share some of these and we're gonna try to get through 80 of them, each one representing a year of your life. There's 120 of them here and if you would like us to email them to you, all you have to do is write us, let us know. But I'm just gonna run through some of these and uh, raise your hand if you wanna add something to it because there's (coughs) a lot here. Pay attention, whether you're in the kitchen or not, turn the TV up a little bit louder so you can hear these. These are, they're called My 120 Accolades That Lead to the fountain of youth yes we have discovered the fountain of youth and we'll tell you exactly where it is at the end of the show with a few other little inspirational and motivational tips so control your moods and you can control your health really
2: it's a lot to do with your health because people that are moody they're putting bad chemicals in their body they're you, you, it's a balance between happiness and loneliness or happiness and non-happiness so to speak and to be happy just have first of all decide to be happy and it's like the six steps of the fountain of youth if you do the first five things of the six it's almost impossible not to be happy and it's in almost spite Im- of yourself
1: it's almost impossible to fail too right
2: right yeah. right, right.
1: So you've got, I'm going to run through a couple of these things. Um, eat 75% water-soluble foods, fruits and vegetables.
2: Very important.
1: Yes, very important. It, hel- it just helps flush your system.
2: Yes? Yeah, and the problem is so many experts make it too complicated. 75 mm-hmm. 75- and this one gives you this, this one gives you that. Just having a mixture of foods, 75% of those foods, let them be water-soluble, fruits and vegetables. The other 20%. Meat, fish, whatever.
1: I get it. And yeah. that's what we eat pretty much. We we really have gone down from red meat once in a while. We will eat grass-fed um, red meat once in a while. Um, and we just very eat very little of it.
2: Well, I learned a lot from my students. As you know, mm-hmm. I've been teaching Tai Chi going on 40 years mm-hmm. and in the martial arts. And the, the thing that I noticed is that when the people got up in their 70s and 80s, they knew a lot of things that the books don't show you Mm -hmm. or tell you. So I learned a lot from my aging students. I had students as old as 100. So those in the 90s and in the area of the 100 areas, I call it, they have a whole disposition of happiness. They have a disposition of, of taking care of themselves. And so they follow a pattern mm-hmm. and you never see a centurion overweight. Hardly ever, you know, that there's a lot of yeah. truth to you, that. And when I got up 95, 100, most of those are their body mass does not have much fat to it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's
2: their lifestyle. The key is you must make the decision. Do I want to make change in my lifestyle so I can be healthy and live longer? Does it matter? In other words, am I willing to put the time into it and the effort, which isn't that bad?
1: No, it isn't. And I think once you know... Uh- Once you're educated, because we all know that same old phrase, you know, knowledge is power. When we do have the knowledge, it helps build our confidence. And when we start implementing a program and we see the end results, it makes us want to continue on that program. Something else that I've heard you say time and time again in your seminars and your workshops is keep a beginner's mind. People don't grow old. When they stop growing, they become old. Don't dwell on negative emotions more than two minutes we've shared what happens after two minutes and dumping the bad chemicals in the body and the
2: cortisol and mm -hmm. adrenaline take hold and you need cortisol and adrenaline but not on a daily basis and not to the extent that we have in modern day society and it's just like acid eating away at the at the system, and the that, body, the that's mind, scary emotions.
1: That is very scary. Um, also, something that you say all man's miseries derive from not being able to sit quietly in a room alone. Think about that just for a few split seconds. Relax each day for at least 15 to 30 minutes. How many people out there just meet themselves coming and going? We've both been there, we've both done that. And sometimes it can be a challenge for us to take that time for ourselves, but we do. We manage to take that time for ourselves, even if it's a five-minute emotional space break.
2: What amazes me, with the research that's out now, and with the personal development programs they have, why people don't listen, because it's not that difficult and, and getting peace with yourself, being able to, like Pascal said, all of unhuman unhappiness comes from one single thing, not living in a room alone. And that downtime, I call it, actually it's uptime, because of the fact that when you're finished with the meditation or just getting by yourself mm-hmm. and organizing things in your mind, uh, the rewards of that are insurmountable over a period of time. It's healthy. It allows the body to put more good chemicals in the body, and it has a lot of rewards to it. And you don't have to go 30 or 40 minutes, just 15 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm,
1: here and there, that's right. We're going to take a break in a minute, but I have to tell you this really cute story. We all got together over the weekend to celebrate Easter, Jesus Christ, and, of course, your 80th birthday with my family. So the kids were out barbecuing on the lanai. And I could tell my my oldest son just needed a little break. You know, we've got a 4-year-old grandson. And we have a 5-month-old grand dog. So you can imagine the crazy fun that we were having. So when, when J.D. and I went out on the back porch, and I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I said let's I said let's give your daddy some emotional space time. He scratched his head and he said, "Yeah, emotional space time. And I'll leave you with that little note. We'll be right back after this."
3: I didn't tell you at a certain age so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
1: hi everyone welcome into primetime tv we are celebrating the wisdom of the ages with none other than mr anti-aging legendary man of the hour of the day of the week turning 80 last week how about that
2: the big 8 old.
1: I know, I know. He kept walking around the house going, I can't believe I'm I'm 80. I'm, I'm going to be 80. I'm going to be... He's now 80. <laughs> so we're sharing some of uh, our accolades, accolades of wisdom that we do on a pretty regular basis. And I forgot some of these things that we actually do do. It becomes such a habit because after
2: yeah, tw- 21 get, days, right? Or Over the period of the years, I would get... Add to my accolade collection and try to memorize each of those, because no matter what would happen, no matter what situation would come up in my life, there was an accolade to fit that situation. That's really good. Like for example, at the end of the rope, tie I knot it and hang on when you get to the end of that rope. You can. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. You know, it goes on and on. And when you program that into you, it's almost it's very difficult to go off the track. It's because then you got an accolade that'll pop up in your mind and. Say, you better get on track. You're off track right now. I mean, it's just amazing how you can condition your mind to really enjoy and get the purpose of that accolade and get you out of maybe some bad thinking, bad directional thinking or, or down, being down in the dumps, stuff like that. So, and that, you, you, we never
1: have any of that, being down in the dumps. If we ever do, no. we catch ourselves and we know just how to get out of it. Um would you attribute and this i mean we're t- this is the first time we're having this type of conversation okay would you attribute these accolades to all of those championships that you won in the martial arts
2: uh i let's put it this way A high percentage of the effect that influence that those accolades had on me enabled me to do better in whatever i decided to do regardless of what it was and if i'm fighting in tournaments i'm using accolades to bring myself up to a higher pitch of emotional, mental and, and physical fitness. I call it the Trilogy, Shinerogenics. Uh, it does make a difference because it gives you it gives you a guide. It's like having being down a highway at night and no lights on your vehicle. You have to guess where you're at, sort of. But when you have accolades, it's like the light. It's like a guidance that's guiding you to keep you in the middle of the road and be able to see in the dark.
1: That's very good. That's yeah. the first time we've ever discussed it in just this, this kind Well, of that's the
2: other thing. Your mind gets to the point where you can create things almost at, at, at any second when you're really trying to get hold of something. You're having a difficult situation. It's amazing how by going to the heart and using the accolades as an instrument of direction, it's not the goal. It's the direction that the goal takes you. Like, it's nice to make a goal to get things, but it's better to make a goal to become things. Ooh.
1: I've never heard that one before. I don't know where you come up with all this.
2: That's because each of those accolades, it, 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 it goes into the bank and it seeks for pieces of other things to make the accolade a success or to make it sensible. You make a lot of sense.
1: I love it. So here's one I want to ask you. How we think and feel when things go bad is more important than how we think when things are going
2: good. Yeah, it's amazing how people don't realize that when things are going good. It's easy. You just won a lottery or you just have a newborn child in your life. It's easy to feel good. All right. But it's easy to feel bad, too because we were actually hardwired more to be negative than positive. That was for survival purposes, going way back in the Paleolithic ancestor days when the cavemen, they just had simple nervous systems, kill or be killed, eat, proliferate, and that was it. The brain did not have all these complexities to it. And that sort of simplifies these complexities.
1: Very good. Well said. Optimists live longer and have better health than pessimists.
2: Absolutely. There was research done by Martin Seligman, great psychologist. He was against the whole psychiatric companies uh, or units. I I was trying to figure out a word to fit in there, but that didn't work out so well. So anyway, he proved that because the thought, let me rephrase that. The thoughts were that once you're, a ne- if you're a negative, if you're a pessimist, you can't change that. In other words, you've grown up, you're a pessimist, there's no way you can make an optimist out of a pessimist. Really? Well, he proved that wrong.
3: Really? How? Yeah.
2: Well, there are three things you concentrate on, permanence, personalization, and pers- personal, so, uh, personalization, and there's one other in there, it is uh, pervasiveness, I said that. So you have the three things, personal, things that are personal to you, pervasiveness, things that go to different areas covering a larger territory, and I'll think of the other one a little while.
1: Senior moment. It's okay. We'll give you a pass on that one. Uh, Optimists produce more and better results in business, sports, and life in general. But here's the thing. It's easy to talk about being positive. It's easy to talk about being an optimist. However... It's not all that easily implemented in a number of cases and situations and, you know, difficult people, difficult situations and things like that. We were not born with a manual on how to live life.
2: Right, and I just thought of the other one is okay. permanence. permanence. So we have three. We have permanence, pervasiveness, and personal. How that means, like, for example, somebody uh, is a negative pessimist. And something negative happens. So, bad things all seem to happen to me. All seem to track bad things. So that's the personal. If a personal is a positive person, optimist, then they're going to think good things last a long time. And I, I focus on that good thing that happened. I'm going to get everything out of that good thing I can possibly get, as far as helping me with my growth and my attitude and things like that. And then, and then of course with the There's the personal that I just mentioned, the permanence and the pervasiveness. The personal also has a great deal to do with how we direct ourselves in looking for things to feel good. That's why I put together the accolades because I don't have to at this point Labor so much about finding good things because that has helped me over the period of years tremendously.
1: I know, and you've passed this out. You've emailed this to so many people and have uh, blogged it and put it in magazine articles and really share on a regular basis. I mean, when you can sit down and talk to a perfect stranger, I mean, sitting in the waiting room at a doctor's office, standing in the line at a checkout, and you start up conversation, it's almost like you can feel somebody's energy that they might be down or might need a smile or might need a little something, something. that we can pull from this and I'm very blessed to know all of these and really focus on them when I need to focus too because it becomes a matter of habit with us one thing that literally changed my life when I met my husband you've heard me say this before if you've ever watched our shows or if you know me in the community or from my former job at that home shopping network I'm always sharing this one angry thought held for five minutes or more can lower your immune system and zap your energy for up to six to eight hours. We're not going to dwell on this. We will be doing more and more video on these little accolades and everything. But real quickly, what happens to our body when we spend five minutes or more on a negative emotion or we get upset because that person didn't pay back the money that they borrowed from you or whatever the case may be. You, you have somebody give you a sign language on US-19 down here in Florida. What is happening to people today?
2: Well, when five minutes are up, your body is sending cortisol and adrenaline into it in large amounts. And the, the the problem there is that it's the flight or fight response and your body goes into flight or fight mode. Then everything stops. Blood circulation gets changed. Your digestive system is shut off. All the avenues of healthy function is shut off and it goes into a fight or flight stance mm-hmm. or position and that's very unhealthy and like you said and read from there that one angry thought held for two minutes or more actually it's five minutes or more can can actually send all these different hormones into the body that actually are very destructive you need cortisol you need adrenaline but on a moderate basis for for exciting things like a competition like just simply feeling good you so you have a little bit of that from each of the different hormones that they send. But when those hormones get to a point after five minutes, then the problem gets very, it could get very serious. Just like in the Neanderthals, in the, the our cousins from way back many, many thousands of years, they, they they had very simple nervous systems and they weren't designed to be like ours. And ours did not, did not progress enough. In other words, we emotionally did not progress enough that uh, we progress too far mentally, and it's very difficult for people to handle our emotions because we're still hotwired basically, for survival.
1: So that comes from our Paleolithic that, ancestors. That
2: is a negative thing for and, survival.
1: So that explains why it's easier for people to be more negative than
2: positive. Oh, yeah. is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. So you got by the first step is be aware of that challenge mm-hmm. once you're aware of it you can do something but but people go around not knowing that you don't get a manual when you're born
0: no. and it
2: doesn't tell you what to do and there's so many different concepts out there concept changes that it's it's sort of very difficult to figure out what is true what isn't true mm-hmm. there's so much commercialization of these things that are so dear to us you know challenges that that uh, what happens some people spoil it they they make claims that are almost impossible to accomplish, mm-hmm. and then that turns people off. the The funny thing about be, being wired the way we are, the pos concept of positive thinking has put more people in the in insane asylum than any other emotion. I've Did heard you, you say know that? that?
1: Yes, I've heard you because
2: say that. Because what happens when people get positive? Okay, I'm going to be. I'm reading Norman Vincent Peale. I'm reading Marvin Schwartz. I'm reading. Martin Seligman, I'm reading that stuff and I should feel real good. The problem the problem is they expect too much too soon and they don't really believe it. They don't believe it. So you have to believe, get a strong belief system. That's so important along with the desire to want to excel in your life. Because the best gift you can give your loved ones, the best gift you can give yourself is a good example. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. You're so right about that. There was a note in here. About being a believer, and I wish I would have put a check mark next to that, about belief, in, in believing what you're doing and believing what you're saying, believing what you're thinking and feeling and all of that. But um, I'm going to go on to also self-talk. Watching our self-talk and actually not just listening to what we're saying, but hearing what we're saying. Touch on that real quickly.
2: Well, a great psychologist, Shad, Shad Hemstead. Helmsteader. Chad Helmstetter Helmstetter He uh, wrote a book, What Do I Say When I Talk to Myself? Mm-hmm. He did a lot of research, and people have anywhere from 65,000 words a, a day, or they have 15,000 words to 20,000 words that they speak, and wow. 65,000 to 70,000 words that they think every day. That's a lot of words. So we eventually become what we think about. We become the words that we're thinking. One of the uh, uh, cliches basically is there are three things. There are three things that really make the difference and understand those three things. The mind, the body, and the emotions. And when you develop the ability to be able to combine those things, keep your eye on the ball in the air, we need to strengthen our mental capacity. We need to strengthen our emotional capacity, and we need to stress our spiritual capacity. So you need to have spiritual fitness, mental fitness, emotional fitness. That's excellent. And when you look at it like that, it's a strategy, strategy, strategy. <laughs> just, by the way, in case some of you haven't noticed and sometimes it's hard. And for those of you who are new that don't know me, I'm recovering from Parkinson's disease. When I say I'm recovering, It's going forward on the recover rather than backwards. And it still once a while affects me. I'll be in the middle of a sentence and once a while my mind will go blank a little bit because of the nature of it, but it's happening less and less. So those of you that have fibromyalgia, lupus, any of those life threatening diseases to change your life to be miserable, you can still have wonderful times. You can still there are ways to keep yourself from getting worse. In many different ways
1: exactly we have a break coming up in just a few seconds so i'm just gonna throw these out there uh real quickly and then when we come back we'll pick up some some more really good definitions and solidity to what we're talking about oh it's time to go to break we'll be right back
3: I'm at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
2: One time I did.
1: You did. Yeah, you do. Hi, everyone. We're back. And I just remembered that that I found what I wanted to talk about when it comes to belief that you were addressing earlier on. So it's just a simple, quick statement, but it's very powerful. Those that lack belief will not in turn be believed
2: so so much to that
1: okay now we know perception is everything now my perception of this is that if you don't believe your own talk and what you're saying and what you're telling someone how do you expect them to believe it explain why that works that way
2: well the thing is a strong belief system then everything in your body goes to work and making that Statement that you're saying to yourself that thought in reality. Mm-hmm. the three things thoughts are things. Mm-hmm. These are the three things that are so important. It's three of the most important words in the universe our thoughts are Things so that what you believe eventually comes to fruition So you got to be so careful what you believe because you add a life to that belief system uh, for example, well, there's another example Uh, your life will be governed by what is true, but your experience in life will be governed by what you believe to be true. For example, when everybody thought the world was flat, it, it it limited our travel because people wouldn't travel too far knowing they're going to fall off the edge of the earth. However, once people knew, found out that the world was not flat, then so many wonderful things developed from it. So many wonderful things, people experiencing things they could have never experienced when they thought the world was flat. So the belief system is so powerful. It's one of the most important things. If anybody, when I do a seminar, when I do personal co- consulting, I tell them, you have to set up a strong belief system. If, you're gonna, if you set a goal, you've got to set up a strong belief system to accomplish that goal. Don't worry about how to do it. Just do it. The how will come. Just keep your eyes focused and on that belief, getting back to the belief system. It ties right in with goal setting. Because if you set goals, you don't believe it. That's about wasted time and wasted. For example, vision without action is is a, a dream. Action without vision is a waste of time. Action and vision, which fits into the belief system, and you can conquer the world. That's true. I'm still hung
1: up on the world being flat. I think that's still why I don't want to travel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, leave it to you. I'm just kidding. Anyway, that's really powerful. Now, mind you, we did not rehearse any of this. It's is all coming from my husband's way long-term memory. And Even I do, with
2: Parkinson's. It,
1: yeah, exactly. So if he's a little... Kind of on the inspirational and motivational side that's a good thing this show is definitely worth doing and sharing all of this so some of the other things that we we want to talk about um let all the important and deep thoughts come from your heart and not from the head then center that thought in the abdominal area which is the center of our intuition and power that way you can tell the difference between a head thought or a heart thought believe me when i tell you when you master this concept, your whole world will change. It will change in your personal relationships, it will change in your business relationships, it will change everything, right?
2: Absolutely. Without why ban- is that without a shadow of doubt.
1: So what is that? What why explain about the brain here and the brain here and the brain here?
2: Well, there is there is a brain they discovered about 25, 30 years ago, one of the most profound discoveries in the world, and very few people knew about it and still know about it, is that inside the heart is a brain. The same cells that are in the brain are also in the heart, and the heart communicates with the brain, and then we have the gut, which is the Chinese called the Dantian area, the seat of all of our power. We learn that in the martial arts, that our strength comes from our abdominal area, our fortitude strength, and there is over a million neurons in the 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 gut area more so than in the spinal column so there is a brain in the gut brain in the heart brain in the head and they all communicate once you learn that once you have knowledge knowledge is power because then you can capitalize on those things so you're going to be more careful what you think you're going to be more careful what you do because you're going to be in control of your life where most people are not in control most people are like a part in a movie they're the, the uh, participant in the movie. What's the word I want there? Uh, there's the... Uh, the actors? The actors, yeah, you could say the actors in the movie. The, uh, the problem is most people are actors in a movie, but they're not the director. Ah. The key is to become the director in the movie of your life. And you call the shots. Most people have a director that's telling them, Different things that's influencing them so that they can't make their own decisions properly. So that's very important to play act in your mind like you're the director, you're also a participant in the movie and the director, that's even more powerful. You can direct yourself, oh I want to do this and I want to do that. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. Subconscious mind thinks that's real. Thoughts are things. One of the biggest wows I've ever experienced in my life when I learned from quantum physics, that when you have a thought and you focus that thought, and you don't have to do it a long time, each day about 5 to 10 minutes at the most, you focus on that thought, all of a sudden things start vibrating. And then all of a sudden everything that you have in that thought that focus, that passion, you have to have passion with that thought starts becoming reality thoughts are things so be careful what you think about because you bring about and what you bring about you may not want about once you accomplish that ability to focus to the degree that you can bring things in your life i have been so amazed at my life even though i i have limited education because i dropped out of high school in my junior year to provide for a family and but i got into positive thinking and then i realized that wasn't the answer then after researching, becoming eclectic of the eclectics, the martial arts helped me put all those pieces of the puzzle together. It's like in the last couple of years, all the pieces fit, and I got a picture of my life. But before it was a piece of the puzzle here, piece of the puzzle puzzle here. And when you put a puzzle together, if I was to ask you to put a puzzle together, you'd demand one thing, a picture. Mm-hmm. What What is the puzzle going to look like? Well, life is like that, too. Mm-hmm. That's so true. that's where the director comes in. That's where the movie comes in. The movie of your life is you create a picture and a focus and feel like you already are in the part of the movie.
1: And you've done that ever since Absolutely. we've known one another. Religiously. But you did that even before. So yeah. we've been together 20 years. This will be our 18-year anniversary. And I can honestly say... Walking your talk makes a big big difference in fact you literally have pulled a movie together that we are never giving up on we will get the legend of tango man produced hopefully sooner rather than later. But it was like you saw all these different parts in your life and they've all come to fruition. It's true what you think about, you bring about. Um, The other thing that I wanted to share is before we, because we're going to run out of time real real soon. I know you're waiting to hear where that fountain of youth is. We're going to share that with you right in the last segment of the show. But before we... um, get my cue for the break I just wanted to say that the biggest lie on the planet is when I get what I want then I will be happy no be happy in spite of things and not because of things I think we could call that gratitude for what we have the blessings that we have those downloads from the good Lord that we get quite unexpectedly that gives us those answers to prayer
2: Well, it it all fits in. Prayer is a very powerful form of motivation, Mm -hmm. especially when the prayer is sincere and you have really a a goal of thanking God and Jesus uh, for the things that they've given you, the opportunities they've given you. Uh, Prayer is really powerful. And, And praying from the heart is different than praying from the head. Praying from the head is, well, God, I need this, I need that. And, and thinking about the needs, rather than thinking about what this thing that you're praying for, how is it going to help your life and helping other people? Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of the greatest gifts that you can be given is the gift of wanting to help other people.
1: And setting an example for that as well. That's which you, very which important. What you say all the time is setting an example. The best thing that we can do for our family And I don't know who wouldn't agree with the fact that all of our families need that more than ever today. From all the different changes and concepts that you were saying earlier, the concept changes, the digital age is enough to make a lot of parents just go nutsy cuckoo. I, for one, as a grandparent, you know, with a four year old. And so we are I'm finding that more generations are going back to basics because the basics work and that's pretty much how our program is, but yet you have added on top and have added to the accolades what your learned experiences have worked, tried and true experiences. We have just one minute and then when we come back, we're gonna be talking uh, about that's that six steps to the fountain of youth and where it actually is. But another l- real quick little thing is people don't grow old. When they stop growing, they become old. Did I cover that one already?
2: No. Okay. Well,
1: okay. Well, we don't have time to really expand on that. I'm only on like about number 21. There's 120 of these here. And if you would like a copy of it, all you have to do is email either one of us or private message me because my husband doesn't do the private message yet. That's that digital age thing.
2: I like people. Yeah, he is
1: smart. John is telling me in my ear, he's smart, exactly. But we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, it's gonna be almost time to close the show, and it's just great to be here with you on Primetime, sharing all of this wisdom of the ages.
3: At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No! It's not supposed to happen. A certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome into Primetime, our last segment of our show featuring Wisdom of the Ages. Would you believe that we've only made it to about number 40 on your accolades? Because you're just drawing from all these different accolades and just adding your extra little bit to it. So we have time for two more, which I think are extremely important. Then we're going to tell you where the Fountain of Youth is. You can find it, every single one of you. I guarantee it so number 45 my love is one of the important formulas to success is d plus d times f equals success dedication plus discipline times focus equals success
2: right it's a formula everything in life is a formula
1: yeah it is
2: and especially that because you need to be dedicated to whatever you're going to do that you want to make a success out of that venture so to speak whether it be physical mental and emotional You need to have a very, very disciplined part of you. And you need to be totally focused. Because being focused is so important. Most people nowadays, because there's so many distractions, Mm -hmm. it's hard to focus. The average person changes concepts every 60 seconds about 25, 30 times. 60 seconds? 60 seconds. Your mind is talked in yourself mentally about... 20 to 25 different things. So when you focus on something, then that causes that something that you want to happen starts vibrating because everything is a frequency. Our, every cell in our body is a frequency. And it's, we have good frequencies, bad frequencies. So when you think negative thoughts, it's oscillating at a certain frequency. draws other negative thoughts all around mm. the world into that frequency so you're tapping in that frequency band just like the television when you try to change it to different things you change it to things that are pleasant or things that you want to watch the same thing with with the body our spirit and everything it ties into the frequency level uh, what i do is i like to make a graph say for, for zero to ten would be the positive frequencies and zero to ten downward would be the negative ones. So for example, the the extreme number ten negative would be rage, right? And mm-hmm. with, with the extreme positive would be euphoria, mm. like you just won the lottery. But again, you can't oscillate at those levels that high over a long period of time. Because you, you can even get yourself sick with positive things. Mm. If, you, if you don't allow yourself to calm down, because then there's also the fear of losing that thing that's so exciting that puts you to this level frequency of frequency. So it, you, you need to control that, just like being a director of that movie. What frequency do you want to oscillate mm-hmm. at? Do you, want a, do you want a frequency of 10? Or do you want a frequency of 10 negative? The key is to oscillate at about a, about a five number, number of, uh, at about a level five, which is halfway up, halfway down. Of so the it's positive. balanced. It's balanced. It's balanced, yeah. the same thing with the negative. Mm-hmm. The negative, what you, how do you get rid of the negative is actually try to place it with a positive. You can't get rid of a negative. You, you have to get a placement, for example, if there's a dove on the fence post, I want to change that into a lion. I have to replace the dove with the lion. I can't change him. You see, I'm not, a, nobody's a magician in that respect. So the key thing is replace that negative with a positive. That puts you in a positive vibration. Sometimes it's good to vibrate negative. This is like a 2% or 5% negative
1: it can motivate you though yeah
2: but yeah get get off your butts get up and do it (laughs) exactly yeah it makes a big difference And and then there's what we call flatline when you're not positive you're not negative you're right in the middle flatline is is fine but you don't want to dwell there because when you're flatlining you're more susceptible to negative than positive
1: all right okay we're how much time do we have john Four minutes, so I'm going to run through this. No, not quite. Uh, Another very important formula for success is Q plus Q times S equals S. The quality of the service plus the quantity of the service times the spirit and harmony in which that service is rendered equals the amount of success you will have with that service. I swear by this, 120%.
2: Of all the things in my life, of all the different concepts, millions of them, this was the most powerful formula for me. It changed my life dramatically. When I was in, in the business world working with people and, and I had many people working for me and by that formula I was able to control their frequency level mm-hmm. at will. The Q, the quality plus the quantity, time, the spirit and harmony of which that service is rendered has such an important part. The main thing, the times factor is the spirit and harmony. Because when people try, for example, in business, they try to have more quality. Sometimes the employees don't like doing what they have to do to get more quality. Mm -hmm. So how do you... Create spirit and harmony with it. That's where the leadership comes in.
1: Exactly. Making
2: each side understand what their what their personal uh, what, what their responsibility is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the quality and quantity times the spirit and harmony. The spirit and harmony is so powerful, and it enabled me to be able to build some of the most successful businesses, set all sorts of sales records within my company this because of that big formula and that is big formula because it's big
1: it is big and once you really concept that it does work we only have one minute real quickly once you become fearless life becomes limitless and look who decides to stand up on that note (laughs) i gave this to my husband for his birthday because he is fearless and so am i and so can you be now i promise the answer you want to know where the fountain of youth is shall we tell them
2: Yeah, go ahead.
1: It's right there. It's right here. It's inside you. You have what it takes to discover that fountain of youth that we were all born with and that we can hold on to as much as we can if we just change our concept changes, we change our belief, and so much more, and we live a heart-centered life.
2: Absolutely.
1: And I want to thank you, my dear sweet husband of 18 years. This year it will be. And congratulations on your Oh, you your put podium. up with me that
2: long. Yeah. Hey,
1: you put up with me that long too. <laughs> so thanks for being with us on Primetime TV. Next week we will see you back. Same time, same place. And thanks for joining us.
2: Good night.